Hey guys, welcome to the Something About Tuesdays podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy. Join me every other Tuesday for a lighthearted podcast to keep you company while you do your thing. Hey guys, welcome back to Something About Tuesdays, episode 17. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy, and hi, hey, welcome. I hope you guys have had a really good introduction into fall. (laughs) I am still excited about fall. We're a couple weeks in and man, it's been, it's been good. I tell you what, so when I recorded the last episode, I think it was uh, maybe like a couple days after the first day of fall, maybe like September 20 something. I don't know exactly when, but we had, it was still kind of in the eighties for us. And I mean, it was, it was great because I love eighties weather. I mean, I love warm weather, honestly, but you know, when it comes to fall, you kind of want the weather to be cooler. And I tell you what, it was about seventies or eighties for the rest of that week. But that next week, it hit like mid to low 60s. And it was like that the entire week. And it felt so fallish. I was like, oh, this is it. We are here. We've arrived. And then here this past week, we've had a couple of high 70s, uh, 80s days. But um, it was it was amazing, amazing fall um, so far. So um, actually, from the last episode, that I that next week was our school's fall break and I wanted to share with you guys my fall break because I was very excited about fall break it was one of the things that I had written down it it was actually the thing I had written down um, on my list of things to be excited for each month you guys remember when I talked about that I think it was I can't remember when I talked about it but I'm pretty sure I did a few episodes ago maybe um about each month just writing down you know, each month and next to it, something that you're looking forward to that month. Well, I've kept up with it. And so for October, the thing that I was excited about was um, fall break. And so I was like, oh, fall break is going to be wonderful. And it was, but it was a very busy fall break. It wasn't um, as relaxing as I had hoped. And I wasn't able to go on the trip that I was hoping to go on. <laughs> Uh, if, if my friend's listening out there, she, she knows what I'm talking about. I've been bugging her about it, um, ever since we weren't able to do it, but, um, but it still was something that I looked forward to and something that I thoroughly enjoyed. And before I jump into that, hi, hey, I, I really do hope you guys have had a fabulous last couple of weeks. I am sorry that I just flew right in ready to share my stories without, First thing, thank you for listening, <laughs> um, and and thank you guys for for still tuning in. Um, as you can tell, this will probably be another great episode. Um, I have some fun things to share that I'm really excited to to get into. But but I do want to start out by saying hi. I am glad that you are here. Thank you so much for still listening months later. And if it's your first episode, hi, welcome. Glad you are here. I hope you enjoy. Uh, I hope this is a great thing for you to listen to while you do your thing, whatever it is, Um, whether it's, you know, doing some homework, playing a game, washing some dishes, um, trying to work out, trying to go to sleep, whatever it is. I am here to keep you company while you do that thing. All right. So my fall break, like I said, I was looking forward to it. Um, and I, and it was a great fall break, um, but it would start with my, so Monday was technically not part of fall break. It was our scheduled parent teacher conference day. 
Now that day isn't a required day. Um, honestly, for teachers, it's it's put in our schedules, but it isn't one that we have to go to. Um, but you know, because you want a conference with parents, you do um, do that unless you have a trip planned or something like that. And so, I was able to go this year, um, and as my first time as a as a new ESL or ELD teacher. Um, it was a fun experience. My my main goal was to touch base with parents, introduce myself, um, let them know that I'd be working with their student, and to just, you know, remind them of, you know, the services that we provide as language development teachers and things like that. And it was a busy um, day. I was able to go into lots of different classrooms, meet with lots of different teachers and their students, and it was pretty fun. Um, I think, like, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I feel like I was more busy um, running around to different classrooms than I was in the classroom myself back when I was a teacher. But I'm not saying um, that in general. No, no, no. If you are a classroom teacher, you're like, hold up, what do you mean more busy? That's not what I'm saying. I meant on that specific day. I am not so far removed from the classroom that I have forgotten how crazy it can be. And just let me just go ahead and throw this out there. If you are a teacher this year and and it has just been a wild ride so far. Let me just say that I see how hard you are working, especially the teachers in my school. You guys are working so hard with so much on your plate, with so much to do. And specifically in my district, I think I remember sharing with you all that we had some crazy bus debacle at the beginning of the year. And on top of that, some funding for our small class sizes um, was, was taken away. And so I just know specifically where I am in my district and at my school, we've had, you know, that kind of rough, shaky start to the year that had nothing to do with the teachers, yet affected them completely. They had, you know, an increased class size, um, but, you know, assessments, the dates were still at the same date. So even though there was less time from the beginning, more students, assessment dates remained the same as far as when they were due. And we, you know, gave them extra assessments that they had to do this year. I, like, just from that, I know the stress load of my teachers. A new curriculum. Let me throw that in there. I just remember a new curriculum to teach that they want everybody to teach, that they want them to start teaching as soon as school has started. I mean, it has been a wild ride for the classroom teachers. And I just have to say shout out and kudos to you. You guys are doing amazing. You are rocking it. Um, <laughs> you know, as much as you can try to take care of yourself in all of this and, and self-care, find that balance, do what you can do those things that bring you joy and make you happy. Uh, because I get it, it in the workplace. It is very, very stressful. Um, sadly, so much of teaching these days has, has moved from teaching of the students to dealing with, you know, behaviors or dealing with paperwork or dealing with expectations of teachers that is not necessarily the teaching aspect. I don't know. There's a whole shebang. And there are podcasts for that. Um, this isn't a teacher podcast by any means. Uh, I'm not trying to bash, you know, any um, curriculum. I'm not trying to bash any district. I'm not trying to say, because I think every, literally everyone's trying their best from the top to the bottom. I do think everyone is trying their best. We are just in a, a, a wonky little place right now. And it's difficult and it's hard. But keep doing it. You can do it. The kids are worth it. You are worth it. And honestly, it will literally all be okay in the end. <laughs> so 
that was my teacher spill for you guys. So I had the parent-teacher conference, um, and that went well. But that was, you know, all day Monday, um, and and that was fine. I think I was able to go to the gym that day, which was like, yay, I was able to do that. Um, you know, let that be part of who I am, and we are definitely going to touch on that later this episode uh, when I talk about Audible. Mm-hmm. You guys, I have things to say, but that, that comes later. So that was Monday. Then Tuesday... Tuesday was like day one of fall break for me. So I was like, it begins. It, this is, this is it. And on Tuesday I had scheduled to get my hair done, to get my hair braided, um, in my lovely, you know, long, um, medium knotless braids with curls at the end, (laughs) um, is what I asked her for. I did not remind her of, um, trying to cover my bald spot and I had this big bald spot on, um, well, I wouldn't say huge. It's not big. It's probably about quarter size. Um, at the top of my head, that is just slick. I mean, it's it's slick. Um, and and so I, usually I remind her to cover it. But this time I didn't because I assumed, oh, she knows me by now. She'll naturally cover it, y'all. Not this time. <laughs> um, so I've had to try to work my way to cover this bald spot with these braids. But I was so excited to get my hair braided. And um, and so I, I, I was I, – because the – the joy of getting your hair braided, you know, it's going to be a long experience. If you have a particular, and I, I assume it might be the same for my, my white brothers and sisters, but, um, for being a black person with our hair, usually when we go to the salon, it's going to be a couple hours at least. Um, if not an hour waiting (laughs) to get started, it's going to be a couple hours to get your hair done. Um, well, getting braids, it's even longer. Um, she actually does it pretty quickly, I would think. Um, we Usually it takes about four hours to get my hair braided. And I honestly, I'm like, okay, when you go to get your hair done, it's great. It's a great feeling because something productive is happening, but you are the one having to do it. And so you like good things are happening. You're going to, you know, you're going to hopefully, you know, you're going to look good afterward. You're going to feel good about yourself. You're getting it done. So, you know, it's kind of a self-care pampering type thing, or really just self-care and taking care of yourself. Um, so there's that good feeling with that. But then if you know, you're going to be there a while, you're like, I can get things done that I want to get done like that. I haven't had time to do that. I can be lazy, but not being lazy. So if there's a book, you haven't got a chance to read perfect time to read that book. Um, if there is a nap, you haven't got a chance to take perfect time to take that nap. And sometimes it's hard not to take the nap. You'll go in there with intentions to read your book and like 10 minutes in you are zonked out plenty of uh, hairdresser appointments where I've done that, particularly under the dryer where it's warm and, 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 and you, it's hard to hear, to see, to do anything anyway. So then you just close your eyes and you just good to go. Um, but you can also take that time to, um, sometimes I use that time for schoolwork, which is what I did this time. Um, because I am in school and we're going to talk about that too, but, um, we, you can, you can just use that time to do, to do little things, nothing too intense because you are at a pla- a public place, but just light stuff. So listen to a podcast, um, catch up on some YouTube, check out your, um, social media. It's just a good time to do all of those things normally. <laughs> So I was looking forward to that and I was like, this is going to be the best time. In fact, I had schoolwork that I needed to do and I wanted to get it done at the beginning of my fall break. It would be due at the end of the fall break in the following week, but I wanted to get it done so I wouldn't have to worry about it. And so I said, you know what, instead of taking this time to read a book as I normally would, 
I'm going to take this time to read my school books and to study and to be ready to take my quizzes and to write my discussion boards. Mm-hmm, we're going to talk about that. But anyway, so I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Well, I get there and you know, when you go to a hairdresser, like it's not always the quietest place, which is fine. Like I can pretty much, you know, tune out most things. Um, particularly if I'm wanting to accomplish something, I can focus on it. So I get there and, um, the TV's on, which is fine. It normally is. Um, it's not too loud. I mean, it's loud enough where you can hear, but it wasn't too distracting. And honestly, I, she didn't have it playing on a, like a, on, on any show. It was, um, it was playing like the radio. So even though the TV was on, it was playing music and there was commercials randomly here and there, but it wasn't too bad. It was, it was just on in the background. Well, my hairdresser recently had a daughter. I, I say recently, she's probably a, a little over a year old now. And she was there, precious thing. She's been there before. Um, she was smaller, so she'd carry her and things like that. And cutest little thing. Um, but this time around, she's mobile. Like before she had to like stay in her area because she was less than one. She wasn't moving much. Um, but this time she's, she's testing out that walking feet. So she's walking everywhere. She's climbing up on me, which is the cutest thing. I let her sit on my lap for a little while, um, play with my, my highlighters <laughs> and my pens that I was getting ready to use for my books. Um, she loved, you know, after getting some time with me on my lap, she'd get off, she'd climb, she'd dig in my purse, find my snacks <laughs> that were for me, but she found them. Um, and she just wandered around and did her thing. Which was fine. Uh, But I will say, so occasionally though, mom, the hairdresser had to get involved. So she would do my hair, but then she would have to stop kind of like mid-braid to um, catch her daughter. And I'm like, oh boy, like my hair is going to be beautiful as always, but it might be beautiful with a couple imperfections (laughs) because I know she's having to juggle two things. And I don't, you know, I I get it. You know, if you're a mom and you got to keep your kid with you and you have the privilege and blessing to be able to bring your kid to work, do it, you know? Um, but then, you know, a little bit was starting to get antsy. Cause like I said, this is a four hour appointment. And so, um, to help her, the mom got, um, gave her her phone and, um, watched and put on this music. It wasn't a show, but I guess it was music, like a learning channel of music, but very, like it was playing like full volume and a little bit looked at it for about two seconds and then set that phone down and did not listen to it again. Which I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's fine. You know, who wants to look at that when you've got the whole world around you? And, but the thing is, the TV was still on with the music. And now the phone was on with the music, with like little kid music. And both will say at equal volumes. And I was like, oh boy. Uh, so, So that was a little harder. At this point, I was trying to start reading, but it was a little harder to focus. But I was like, I can, I can try my best. I'll tune it out little bit got upset over something. So she starts crying and whining. She's tugging on mama. And so mom is trying to do my hair, but also trying to comfort a little bit while still hasn't turned off the phone while the TV is still going. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I can still study. This isn't going to be the quiet, relaxing kind of hair appointment that I want, but it's still a hair appointment. I'm still going to leave feeling good. Um, and I still get a little bit of time to focus. It's definitely taking more effort for me to focus, but I can still do this. So that's great. Well, at this point, it was just me, the um, my hair lady, and her daughter at the um, salon. Well, about halfway through, so this is about an hour and a half and maybe two hours in, um, the other workers come in, which is great, and they come in with their kids. You know, somebody's coming in to get her hair done. They've got a couple kids, and I honestly do not mind kids. You know, children are children. They don't get the option to do a lot of things, so 
kids don't bother me. Um, but they came in and uh, two of the young kids each had a phone, right? Not, but not with headphones. So they're watching a show. So two of them are watching two. Well, I'm wrong. Two of them were playing a game that somehow, even though they each had a phone, it was like the same kind of game. It seemed like some racing game. I don't know. But from what I could hear, some racing game that they were both in. So they were both doing that. It was two young boys. And then there was another um, kiddo who had a phone and who was watching a show. And so at this point, let me just tell you, just as a reminder of all the things that I'm hearing. So there's the TV on with music. There was the original phone with a kid's music thing. And now there are three other phones, two with games and one with a TV show on. With, I would say, they weren't all the same volume. I would say the the kids who were doing the video game had a slightly lower volume. And the kid with the TV show had a volume in between theirs and in between the um, original TV so it was loud and 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 slightly chaotic sound wise in there. Um, so if you can imagine, you know, six different inputs. I think that's where we are. No, five different inputs of sound at all times, not including the other people who were talking just here and there, just having conversation. It was so it wasn't the uh, calming hair appointment that I anticipated. Definitely not. It was certainly more lively. But I still was able to get some reading done. I was able to read one of my chapter, one of my books, as far as all the chapters I had to read in that book. And about an, with an hour left, I'd kind of given up on that. I was like, let me just scroll through my phone and distract myself. Hey, can't beat them, join them, right? Um, and so that was the hair appointment, which was fine. It was good. Um, I left. My hair looked great. Other than, like I said, the bald spot that wasn't covered. <laughs> so I did have to strategically figure out how to cover that with my braids, which I did. I um, mean, it wasn't a big deal. But um, that was, so that was Tuesday, intro to fall break, still excited, still going well. That night I did um, spend the rest of the time of my day. I mean, from when I got home at like, let me see, my hair appointment was 9.30 to 1.30-ish. So probably about three is when I started my schoolwork till almost 11. <laughs> I was reading and doing things. I was filling out those online discussion boards, okay? If you know, you know. Uh, I recently saw like a, a meme of some kind that I had to share with another friend, a teacher friend of mine who's in the program with me um, that was like in discussion boards, um, there's always the, you know, your initial response or your initial post. And then you have to respond to however many other students in the class I had to respond to. Two. And it was funny because your response is, oh, wow, I agree with you with so-and-so because of this and great job with pointing that out and such a good point and it feels sometimes so fake <laughs> I mean you do agree you do find those things but man discussion boards I get it if it's an online class there has to be engagement of some kind but whoo those are just I sometimes it feels like busy work I'm not saying it's busy work because it does make me read the chapter for my post and responding to others is I I I I guess I get it you because other people might say things that you don't say or might, you know, have points that you didn't get or things like that. So I get the purpose of it. I do. But man, doing it definitely feels like, oh, I'm doing this just to check the box, like literally to check the box. <laughs> um, so, I mean, like I said, if you know, you know, it is it's definitely just a discussion board thing. Um, but being in college again, I'm working on my endorsement. Um I have, I've been reading more articles, reading more scholarly journals, 
which does make me feel scholarly. I do feel quite smart when I do that. I'm like, look at me, like looking at the latest research and finding out, you know, what people are saying about this topic. And that part does make me feel kind of smart, but it is kind of tedious at times. But I've been writing more, you know, typing more. And one thing I've noticed, and I don't know, I feel like everybody has this, but uh, when I'm writing anything, and this has been probably since I've started typing from whenever, um, there are certain words that no matter what, I do not spell them correctly the first time I type them. And it's just I like because I, you know, I was taught how to type properly as far as where your fingers go and placement that helps you to type. But there are words that I guess my fingers and my memorization and just the way that they go always type the word wrong. And one of those words is being like B-E-I-N-G, being. I never spell that word correctly the first time. Every single time I spell it B-E-I-G-N. And I don't know what it is with my fingers. I've never paid attention enough to know why, but I always spell it B-E-I-G-N. And then I have to go back and fix it to being. I can spell begin correctly, B-E-G-I-N. I can spell that correctly the first time. But being, I always spell B-E-I-G-N every time. And I don't know why. It's something with my fingers, the memorization. I have. I don't know if there is like some type of muscle memory, maybe from another common word that's similar. I am not sure. But I spell that word wrong every time. And there are just some words that even, so that's when I spell wrong. Typing every time. There's another one. I can't think of it now, but I know there's another one that I always spell wrong. But then there's also words that you write that you that you second guess. Have you ever stared at a word long enough or said a word long enough that you're like, is that, am I, am I spelling that right? Am I saying that right? Like, is that, and it can be the most simple word. I remember there was one time there was a word, it was like matter or something. And I kept saying matter, matter. And I was like, matter. Am I, am I, am I spelling that right? Am I, it's, it's simple. I was thinking of M-A-T-T-E-R, but there is something about it that you're like, for a moment, your brain glitches and you're like, huh. (laughs) Or sometimes it can be something that you just know, but then you second guess yourself for whatever reason. But anyway, so school wise, that's definitely been my thing lately. I've been lots of typing, lots of reading, lots of discussion boards, <laughs> things like that. It hasn't been too bad, but it's definitely, uh, definitely reminds me of, man, I, I am back in school. And I, y'all, if, if you know me, then you know that I, I, it's not, it's not that I love school so much. It's just that I set goals. And when I set those goals, school is usually a requirement for me to do those things. Um, but I've got so many, <laughs> I do, I have four degrees, not to try to flex on anybody, but I have four degrees and like three certifications and all of these lovely things. Um, but I, I, you know, what happens is I just, all that means it's not that I'm a brilliant genius or anything. It just means that I change my mind about what I want to do, um, about every five years. <laughs> and with that comes new degrees or new education. And yeah, so that's all that is. So I'm in that phase right now again. Um, but it's kind of funny, a, a slight connection to that is um, with things happening on the second try is something else I've noticed is that my, on my phone, so with my iPhone, my, like, you know how it has the face recognition? I promise you, it only recognizes my face the second time. The first time it will, it will always say like, not recognized and it'll do that little shaky thing like, no, no. 
And, but the second time it will automatically like pop in. And I don't know that I changed my face. I do a lot of times the second time I squint at it and look at it mean, like, are you serious? And then it opens. And so I don't, has anybody else had that issue? Like with your phone, not recognizing your face. I'm like, you should recognize my face, but it doesn't until the second time around. And I'm like, really, really? Is there something to that? Um, and maybe that's something that I think I have the iPhone 14, um, and the newest iPhone just came out, the 15, and maybe that's something I'll be fixing that one. I don't know. And maybe it's just my face. <laughs> um, but speaking of the iPhone, the newest iPhone, uh, that makes me think about a new YouTuber that I have been um, kind of watching here and there. You know, sometimes you get on random, I guess, binges of YouTubers or, or different people that you want to watch. And I've been watching this guy called, I think, Marquez Brownlee. And he's like a tech um, reviewer um, person. And so he reviewed the new iPhone. And I don't, I can't remember if that's the reason why I watched him, like what made me click on him. I'm honestly not sure. But I've watched a few of his videos now. And um, they're so techy. Like he is one that when I watch or listen to him or listen to his podcast, he's definitely one that I do it while I'm doing something else. Like I just kind of like it in the background. Sometimes I just like it because of the, um, I wouldn't say like monotone voice. He's not a monotone voice, um, but like they're they're just talking about tech stuff, which sometimes I get and sometimes I doesn't. I I don't, but I like to kind of listen to it, just you know, have it in the background or just to kind of see what they're saying. And I did watch one um, where he was talking about the Tesla. Like I think he's a Tesla guy. He has a Tesla. Um, he talked. He interviewed Elon Musk um, about the Tesla, and. <laughs> It's kind of funny because watching these tech things or listening to them, all of a sudden now I'm like, I had my very first thought of, I think I want a Tesla. <laughs> um, and I've never wanted a Tesla before. It's never crossed my mind. My husband, he did have a stint where he wanted the all electric um, truck that was coming out. Not Tesla. I think it was the Ford, the Ford Lightning. He was on the wait list for that for like two years and he gave up on that and just bought him a truck. But um, a part of me now kind of was like, I kind of... I kind of want to try this electric car thing. I don't know if it's the best for me because I do like to travel and drive a lot. Um, and I feel like I would have to really pay attention to, I mean, I guess you'd have to pay attention to it like you would a gas car, but it, I'd have to like sit somewhere for a little while and um, filter that time like or calculate that time into travel time as far as like uh, charging time. But I mean, but it may not be bad. Like, I don't know. I'd have to look more into it, listen to more YouTube videos about electric cars to see if I would want one or not. Um, I know one of my friends at church, she has one and I've always liked, uh, like talking to her about hers or like getting in her car and looking at it. So I might have to talk to her some more about it and see what like the pros and cons of it and maybe see about convincing my husband to buy me a Tesla <laughs> just just because um at some point maybe for my 40th birthday you know six years from now and maybe they're affordable and I'm not saying they're not I haven't looked into it so I don't know how much they cost but maybe a little more widespread um maybe more charging por ports or things like that but yeah I was like man listening to technology makes me want an electric car now it's like I think I want to try it out I want to try out this new technology see how it is they did mention that there was something that was coming out that would be um, good for podcasters and things where it would uh, translate your podcast into different languages so it could be more widespread into different countries and things like that and I thought that was kind of interesting um, an interesting thing I will say AI generate AI thing is it's taken over the world a little bit 
we're beginning to. I think it's the beginnings of it, but um, I'm seeing it more often. I think usually I'm like, by the time I see it, I'm sure it's been out for years, but um, it's interesting. It's cool, but kind of like weird at the same time. It's like, I, I think it's awesome that it can mimic my voice and people can still hear what I have to say in their language. But at the same time, do I want something being able to mimic my voice really well like that's that is just interesting you know when it comes to identity stuff like whoa I don't know how I feel about that um but I mean I don't know technology it's going I I guess there's pros and cons to everything so yeah that's interesting but yeah so all that I'm still in fall break you guys that was literally just Tuesday (laughs) Tuesday of fall break something about them Tuesdays right um so anyway so Wednesday I was in all day training for work um it was my choice. I did sign up to do it on my fall break because I didn't want to do it after work on the on evening. So I did sign up to do it, and it was fine. It was great. Um, that was it was a a letters training. If you've heard of letters, I don't even know what it stands for. It's something with language and teaching phonics and things like that. But anyway, so I did that, and then Thursday. Okay, I know. Did you hear that shift of voice? Thursday, Thursday finally changed to something that I knew I specifically wanted to do for fall break. And that was fall cleaning. I know you're like cleaning. I know, but that's because y'all I did not do, I didn't do my regular spring and summer cleaning this year. Like I normally try to do. And so like, and that's like the deep cleaning. There's like the maintaining of the house, you know, picking up after yourself and things like that. But you know, to do that kind of deep cleaning, I say for those like quarterly times, spring, summer, fall, um, the type times, I guess I can't say quarterly because I don't think I do a winter cleaning, but anyway, um, and so I totally skipped spring and summer cleaning this year. God, guys, it just happens. I know, I know, I know, but I did do my fall cleaning. And so, I mean, it got to the point where I was ready. I was like, y'all, I need to get these, um, cobwebs out of the ceiling. I need to like deep clean these, like this tub and, or this, um, shower. I need to vacuum. I need to get behind things. I need to move furniture. It was time for that. And I, but I was ready. I was like, it's time. It's I've skipped it twice now. It's time. And it was, (laughs) I was able to clean a lot, but uh, it felt good because man, like there's, there is something to cleaning, having a clean space, like seeing the immediate results of cleaning. Cleaning in and of itself is not fun. Now, I tried to make it fun. I mean, I started with blasting my music loudly so I could clean, get motivated, um, you know, clean along, dance along, do your thing. I listened to podcasts while I was cleaning. I listened to my, you know, jamming music while I was cleaning. So I do try to find find ways to make it fun. Luckily, nobody was home. Um, that's the best time to clean is when nobody's home. Like if my husband's home, man, I can't clean, not deep clean because I'm like, I want to spend time with you or I want to go do something fun like if there's somebody else in the house, either they're helping me clean or I ain't cleaning, right? But if I'm by myself, I'm like, yeah, because then I can take the whole space and time and clean how I want to and move things and leave things and go back to things. I'm definitely one of those. Like, I tried to start in one area and kind of move my way. And I I think I did pretty good with that this time around. I started in one room and made my way around. But I'm also one of those who kind of jumps back and forth and kind of like, oh, let me do this real quick. Oh, while, while this is available, let me go run and do that. And so I can kind of clean that way. And I prefer to do that as long as nobody's around. Cause they might be like, why did you skip this and go there and da, da, da. just, just come home and see the end result. Like, <laughs> let me do my thing in the middle of it. And Oh, did I say that? Y'all, I said thing. That was hard. That was a hard thing. Let me do my thing. <laughs> let me do my thing. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, in the middle of it and, and then come and enjoy it. But I actually enjoyed 
cleaning up um, this year and one of the things that I noticed while I was cleaning in my room, I have this, um, this white table, right? Yeah. And it didn't look like dirty dingy, but when I was cleaning it, I realized, wow, this table actually is a lot whiter than I thought. <laughs> like, you know how like little bit and yeah, okay. I'm about to preach little, little bit over a little bit. So just a smidgen here, a little dust here, a little dust there. You don't even realize that the cha- like the integrity of the whiteness of the color of my table was changing until I went to clean, like deep clean it. And I was like, oh my goodness, this table is actually a lot whiter than I thought after I cleaned it. Like just over time, I never paid attention or didn't notice um, that it was, that I was collecting dust and dirt and grime and stains and things like that. And yeah, it wasn't that grungy, but you know, like over time it had definitely become less than what it was. Um, and so man, when you clean things, it becomes new again. And then all of a sudden you appreciate it more. Um, like you're like, wow, this really is a pretty table. And uh, when I was cleaning, I have this purple chase in my room as well. And I was, you know, I vacuumed that off and I was like, wow, like, this looks really good when it's very clean. And I appreciated it more. I cleaned off my mirror um, and that was looking great. And I was like, look, I mean, just look. <laughs> it felt brand new. All of the things that I had had all of a sudden felt brand new. And I was like, this is great. Um, and it feels good. And it feels good, you know, in the physical, um, like literally physically cleaning feels good in the physical, like you can breathe better. I cleaned out my room that my cat normally hangs out in. He's not allowed in every room, but he is allowed in, in like my personal room, like my podcast room, my computer room, my desk, my office, whatever you want to call it. Um, my hangout room. Um, and he's allowed in here. And so I, when I was cleaning, I, my nose was running so much. I had to blow my nose. I think his dander and just cleaning that up and getting that lifted out of my carpets and out of my, um, furniture and things just lifted it all and I was just sneezing like crazy but uh but afterward it just felt so good um and because it was nice cool weather I got to open the windows and get some fresh air in and it just felt great it felt great physically like I said and then mentally it takes a load off you don't realize how much clutter really can kind of also cloud your mind a little bit um so that felt relieving and then I'll even add on spiritually so like Um, The room that I do my work in is also the room that I pray in. And so just having a nice, clean, freshly kind of renewed space was like, ah, I can pray in here and feel good. Like it's not, I'm not, I'm not distracted by nearly all the the things that have piled up in this room. Um, It just felt great just cleaning that up. And honestly, even if you clean just something small, organizing something, just some small piece of your life. If I would have just cleaned my one room and not the rest of the house, I still would have got some good benefits of this is a nice clean space. This is at least something that feels good. And finding the time, like I said, I spring, summer went by. It took all the way to fall before I got there. Um, so I get it. Finding the time to do that is hard. But but once you do it, once you do it, it does feel good. Um, and so that was my Thursday was just like, ah, this is fall. Because right after I cleaned, I part of my process of cleaning was getting my summer stuff and putting that away. And then bringing out my fall stuff. And I was able to do that and have my fall stuff set up and decorated. And it felt so cozy and warm. And I got my fall scents and candles going. And it just, it was like, ah, this is it. Like there was a slight chill in the air. Not cold. Yeah, not cold too chilly. But just enough to be like, oh, fall is coming. Just for it to be 80s the following week. But fall was coming and it felt good that week. And we had my leaves, got the wreath up, got the pumpkins out on the porch, got um, my, and I, y'all, I love leaves. Like that's probably a 
pumpkins and leaves are probably my favorite fall decor. And so I have leaves everywhere. I have this uh, tree, like just a regular green, you know, tree that you put in your house. Um, and I put fake little leaves in there, like fake colored leaves in there to be like my, my tree, my fake tree is changing colors. Like that's how silly I am, but how much I love, um, the leaves and decorating, um, for fall because the colors, the colors of, of fall are just beautiful and stunning. So, and, and we have to enjoy it while we can, because as soon as the leaves change, man, they're going to fall. And then, and then we got bare trees, but anyway, that's, that's for winter talk. But anyway, the fall, got my fall decor up, felt good, felt lovely. I was like, yes. This is it. This is my introduction to fall. It's Thursday, almost the end of my fall break, but I am here and it feels great. Friday, I had scheduled a massage and I got that. And the lady, she was like, oh, you really do have a knot in your neck. And I was like, yes, I do. And she, when I say she tried her her hardest to work that thing out, she really did. I mean, I was almost in pain leaving there. The knot was still there, but I do think it was broken up a little bit and that helped. But get this. So after my massage, my sister had asked me to come over to help her do some things. And it was to move her bookcases and her desk and to shift around her room because changing things is fun always. And so she was doing the um, changing up her office. And so we went and we moved three shelves, moved two desks, moved them different places because we were trying out different layouts. And that massage was almost for naught because I was like, right after that, I was like, oh my goodness, I need another massage. <laughs> um, but that was good um, being able to do that. And then to wrap up my fall break, we had um, on Saturday, we went to I went, was able to go back to the Whistle Stop. You guys might remember me talking about that. It was a food segment, I think, back in like April, uh, maybe May, where my mom and I we went to the Whistle Stop and my sister. But this time I went with my sister and two of our good friends from church, Emily and Elizabeth. And we went to the Whistle Stop and got some food there, walked around the little town while we waited. The food was still good. I have to admit, though, I do have to, I mean, because you got to be honest, my food did come out lukewarm, borderline cold. <laughs> Um, and, and I was a little like, oh no, cause I just assumed mine was the first one done and they had to cook everyone else's. And so, um, I did have to get that warmed up and even warmed up, it was still a little cold. So I didn't get to enjoy it like I wanted to, but when I went home, I, I took it home, I warmed it up and it was still really yummy. Um, so great food still at the whistle stop. If you get a chance, go. Um, that's not my food segment. I totally have a different one that we're going to get to later, but we did do that and was able to, I was able to hang out with some friends and that's always good. And on that drive there, so while we were driving there, we were able to drive kind of, I don't, there, we were driving on the highway, but um, different parts of the highway have like lots of trees and lots of like the rolling hills and the countryside. And so we were able to just look across the sky and in the land and just really appreciate just the scenery. I, I know, I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me harp on it, but nature, it is beautiful. You guys, it is just stunning. And I don't know what it is. Probably the last few years, I've definitely appreciated just the beauty of nature. I think honestly, ever since um, my husband, and I moved out to kind of like the country area um, that I see it a lot more. And I just see like the peace that it brings me. Um, and I think there's some, there's just something to it. Like when you, if you are feeling kind of overwhelmed and stressed with life, find a way go somewhere, find a way. I don't know how you would do this in the city. You'd have to get out of the city or something, or even you don't even have to get out of the city. Find a tall building. Um, go somewhere where you can see the sky across just a di from like across a distance. Like if you can see trees and stuff, that's even more beautiful. But if all you can see is the sky, but if you can see just stretches of sky, there's something 
like grounding and peace bringing about seeing that sky. And for me, I think honestly, whether I consciously think about it or subconsciously think that it is a huge reminder that the world is bigger than me and that my problems and my issues and my stresses and things like that, that they're, they're just a part of life. It's, it's normal. It's a part of what everyone's going through. It reminds me that I'm not alone um, because I'm just reminded of the vastness of the world. Sometimes when we get overwhelmed and kind of focus on those things that are going on around us, um, it's hard for us to see past ourselves and see past our problems, our issues, our situations, our concerns. And so when I look at the sky, when I look out and about at nature, or when I look across a bunch of land, I don't know, something about it makes me realize, you know what, life is bigger and more than where I am currently, than this state, than the things that I'm going through, than the things that I'm dealing with. Life is so much bigger. There's a bigger plan. There's a bigger picture. It reminds me that, that honestly, that the person who created this world, that God is in control of everything and that as hard as it is in that moment, or even as amazing as it is in that moment, that God has a plan and a purpose for it. And that it's just that the world is bigger, like so much bigger than just me. And I don't know, somehow being reminded of that, it like takes the pressure off of, off of myself. I'm like, you know what? The world is bigger than me. All I've got is this is all I'm just a person. I'm just one person. And it takes the pressure a little bit off me having to be perfect, of me having to be in control of everything. Because then I'm reminded that I'm not in control of everything and that, and that it's okay. Anyway, it's hard to kind of describe, but that's sort of what I mean by that. Like if you get a chance to just look into the sky, look across, then it gives you some type of like immediate perspective. Honestly, I feel like the sky is God's gift to us. It's his daily gift, a reminder of... The world is big, it's big, it's beautiful, and you don't have to be in control of it. <laughs> and you don't have to know the outcome of every little thing, but that it's still going to go be okay. That the sun is still going to come up, it's still going to set. You know, it's the, the days are going to keep going. And, you know, I don't know, there's something great about it. Um, it kind of even reminds me, of like, other, like other ways to get that feeling. It's like when you go to the beach and you see the waves and you see the ocean or, you know, if you're at a big lake, like Lake Michigan, you see the lake and you just see this expanse and you're like, oh my goodness, like I am tiny (laughs) compared to everything. Like the world is so much bigger than me. It's like mountains. Like when you see the mountain, like all these things in nature that God, I think has sent as reminders of his majesty and his goodness and his greatness and his ability to give us peace, his ability to give us joy, his ability to take control of situations. All of those things I think are just amazing. And I can see why, you know, David, David, Daniel would pray facing his window, you know, because man, it's just a reminder of God and how great and awesome he is. Um, in fact, this, um, this past week, uh, this, we had a, um, this past Sunday, we had a a guest minister come brother Terry shock and he is a, a phenomenal, um, um, like, I don't, I'm a figurehead. I don't know how to say figurehead, but a, a phenomenal minister in, in my organization. And he came to speak at our church and he said something that I wrote down. Um, it, but really it was the title of this message is about looking up. Like when you're going through life, when you're going through hardship, when you're going through, like, look up, look up to God, like physically look up if you have to. Like you can tell when people are feeling defeated because their shoulders are slumps and they look down and things like that. But there is something life-giving about looking up, you know, whether it's looking up into the sky, looking up into the heavens, looking up past yourself. There's something life-giving about that. And that just, I mean, 
I was like, yes, I 100% agree with that. Sometimes you just have to look up, look up and, and have hope in, in the future and things like that. So that was pretty awesome. Um, all of that from, yes, the whistle stop going down there, hanging out with friends, fall break, seeing nature, seeing the sky, seeing the changing colors. It's been amazing. Um, that actually it's since we're on the semi deep, we're on the semi deep. I had this experience that happened. It's a short little story. I was driving to work and y'all know we have these windy roads, but it's a, like a windy two lane road. So it's just the, the lane that's going and the lane that's coming. And so when I'm kind of, you know, trying to get to work, I'd actually left to go to work and I was going to be on time. So I wasn't worried about being late. Uh, honestly, like I could, could get to work without speeding. Sometimes it's like I can get to work, but I'm have to speed to get there on time. Right. But this time I knew I could get to work without speeding and I should be fine. And I was just cruising. So I wasn't in a rush. But then there was this truck that was in front of me and he, he was driving slow enough that I had to slow down. And, and I could feel that just kind of frustration starting to build up in me. And I had to stop myself and I had to be like, look, you're not in a rush. You're not going to be late. All this truck is doing is just slowing you down. It's not making you late. Right. And I was in, so that in and of itself was like, okay, that's a good thought to take period. Because one thing I struggle to do is slow down. Y'all know, like I talk about that almost every other episode. It is hard for me to slow down. I am constantly on the go. But in this moment, this truck had me to slow down. And that thought crossed my mind. This thing is just slowing you down, but it's not going to make you late. And if you know me, you know, there are certain things in my life I've been praying about and trying to get happening. One day I might go into it on the, on the podcast. Um, but just to, you know, briefly cover. So I, I've been praying for certain things and a lot of times with the situation, I feel like, uh, you know, everybody's ahead of me. I'm so like, I'm behind, I'm falling behind. And as a proactive person, as who's always trying to do her best, trying to be that A plus student, always trying to be ahead. Being forced to slow down is very hard for me, and it makes me feel as though I'm going to be late. But that that quick, um, just that moment, that drive where that truck slowed me down, and I was reminded that it's slowing me down, but I'm not going to be late. I was like, ah, okay. All right, God, I hear you. I can apply this to my life, and I can go slow without being late. It doesn't mean I'm late. Uh, and so for any of you, if there is anybody out there like me... <laughs> That it seems to be you are trying your absolute best and and you just want to get there, whatever there is. And you're like, my goodness, if everything hasn't come up to slow me down, <laughs> I just want to let you know that it might be slowing you down, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be late. Okay, it's not making you late. All right, first off, late can be relative and we can talk about that. All right, when well, we can talk about development and things like that, like people develop at different times, different journeys, all that stuff. Y'all know how that is, but. Anyway, so that was my thought. And I thought that while he was um, in front of me. Well, get this. So then he turned, he, he left, he turned left to, you know, go on his business. I was like, yay. And so I was starting to speed up and I was, came around the last curve of my road. As I was coming around, like I said, it's two lanes. The car that was coming towards me, there was a, another car, maybe it was a truck, that was coming towards me that was in my lane. And as I'm coming around the curve, this car very quickly, you know, jumps out of my lane, gets back in his lane, probably distracted, probably on his phone, whatever. For whatever reason, he was in my lane and got back over. And I was like, oh. Now, it wasn't so quick and sudden that, like, I had to, like, jerk my wheel or, you know, we all had to overcorrect. 
But it was enough for me to recognize that maybe, just maybe, if that truck hadn't slowed me down, my little self would have been whipping around that corner and it might have been a situation where I had to yank my will to the right and he had to yank his will to the right for us to miss each other, where we could have both ran off the road, um, where we could have, you know, gone into accident, gotten into an accident, or even if we didn't have time, we could have hit each other head on, right? So not only did that truck <laughs> kind of remind me that, you know, sometimes it's okay to slow down, but also that the slowing down sometimes is saving us from something, right? I don't know that I would have hit the car. I don't know that we would have, you know, overcorrected or anything. I don't know that. But I saw enough to see that that very likely could have happened. And I was like, oh man, God, you're saying even more. You know, that those those kind of seemingly roadblocks might be there to save us from something. Save us from ourselves in the event of us overcorrecting or save us from someone else, something else crashing into us, right? And still hurting us. So something that's not even our fault, right? And so I was like, okay, God, (laughs) once again, I hear you. Thank you for the continuous encouragement. I will say, y'all, God has been encouraging me so much. He always does. I do have to, let me just plug in here. Y'all, if you, if, if, whether you are a praying person or not, become one. (laughs) Because if you can get into the habit of praying, then I, I would say that God always speaks to us. But as you get in the habit of God, of praying, God gets in the habit of, of, of speaking back. And it isn't always like the, the same moment that you pray or, or right away. But I'm telling you, if you pray about something, God will respond either that day, maybe the next day, maybe a week. But you'll make that connection and you'll be like, wait a minute. This is God literally responding to something I prayed like a couple days ago or that I prayed this morning. What? Like you start recognizing that God's just not out there, just out there, you know, not paying attention, not caring. No, he's listening to your every prayer prayer, and he can answer it and in his own way, his own time, whatever. You just got to you just got to have to be aware of it. And because sometimes let's say you didn't pray. And I may have mentioned this before, but let's say you didn't pray, but God still answered it. Well, now you're thinking, oh, that's a cool thing. But imagine how much more powerful it is if you had prayed in the beginning and then he answered and you realize that it's not just some cool thing, but it's God answering a prayer. Okay. So yes, if you, if you're not a praying person, become one. Um, and if you are a praying person, isn't it amazing? Like do more of it, right? I'm trying to tell myself, like do more of it, be more of a praying person because it, it just, it, it just gets better and it really does help. But anyway, all right. So that's, that's that plug in. So that's my, my deep, deep part of the, of the episode. Um, it's just that part. Um, but I've, I've got more to share. Like I said, you guys, this is, I don't know if it's fall, if I'm excited, if I'm feeling chill, I have been feeling chill, which when we get to the music segment, I'm gonna have to share that with you. But, um, now that we're into fall, <laughs> it's my, it's getting into that fun car ride where, uh, you, uh, on the way to work, you might have to have your heat on on the way back home from work. You might have to have your AC on. If it's real late though, you might have to have your heat back on. It's those wonky times with that. Um, it is where I, I do like to put the heat on. Yeah. I think I talked about this couple of heat on, um, on my feet. I got to do that. I think I got to do that for the first time this past week. I put the heat on my feet, um, and had the heat going while it was the cool air above y'all. That's part of my favorite driving. I know I've mentioned that before, but that's just, I'm excited that I actually got to do it. Um, 
So good stuff with that. I do have to share this. So I don't, I've recently, and by recently, I've probably seen the last year, have been getting more bruises. I know, complete, complete change. I said, yes, that was my deep part. Now we're getting, we're getting back to the, just the life stuff. I have been getting more bruises on my body than I think I ever have in my life. And I don't know if now, because I'm older, that's why I, I like, I bruise easier. I don't know because I'll get a bruise that I, like, I know I hit myself. I'm like, ouch, that hurts. And then I'll get a bruise. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm telling you, I looked at my leg the other day and I had a bruise on my shin that I had no idea how it got there. And I'm like, it's my shin. Like, if I would have hit that out, I know that that I, I know that I would have felt it. And then maybe that's the other part of getting older. Like, maybe I forgot, like, that I did hit my shin. I don't know. But I have been bruising lately. And I've got this big bruise. <laughs> I have this. And I'm laughing because I've shared this with so many people. And so yesterday, or the day before, I was just running out of my... Um, running into my garage from the house and I whipped around, ran down the stairs and whipped around the corner and just scraped my leg on our lawnmower. It's a riding lawnmower. And I mean, enough for me. I was like, Ooh, ow, ow. You know, that ow that you have to just stop for a minute. And then you have to say, I'm not going to cry because I'm an adult. Right. But you really want to, that's the kind of how it was. And I was like, man, that, that hurt. You guys, I have this big whelp of a bruise on my leg and I'm like oh my goodness like I've never had a bruise that big but I'm reminded like I've been bruising more lately than 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 I think I ever have like I know I played a lot as a kid but I don't remember having as many near as many bruises as I have in this last year so I don't know if that's an age thing I don't know I don't know what kind of thing that is or if I'm just getting clumsier I have no idea but <laughs> I've been bruising more lately um but that's that's neither here or there that's just current life current life updates um another random kind of life thing and this, this is funny so I've been trying to do better about reading my bible and um so I, my husband and I, we were, it just so happened we were both brushing our teeth at the same time. That doesn't always happen, but this time around we were. And one thing that I noticed that my husband, um, that when, when we brush our teeth, when it goes to like, once you brush your teeth and you want to rinse your teeth out, rinse your teeth, rinse your mouth out, that you, um, uh, you can how you get your water is different. So some people get their water in a cup and they, you know, use the cup to rinse their mouth out and they spit it out and that's that. And then some people um, use their hand, scoop the water with their hand, bring it to their mouth and rinse their mouth out like that. And then some people like me, you just stick their head under the faucet. And so I noticed that I think my husband, he used his hand and scooped the water and rinsed out his mouth. And I just stick my head under the faucet. Well, I was reminded of the story of Gideon uh, where he had, you know, he had 3,000 men to fight. Um, and God was like, nah, we can do it with less than that. And so there is different, you know, if you want to go home, go home. Okay. If you're scared, all right. Um, and then he had them drink water at the, uh, at the river and, uh, how they drank the water determined whether or not they would go home or not. And I was like, huh, let me look and see <laughs> who would go home between my husband and me. And you guys, I read it and it was like those who lapped like a dog, which means put their, just stuck their mouth in the water, <laughs> got sent home. And I was like, Oh, that'd be me. <laughs> And those who, um, who, I guess, you know, cupped it and brought it to their mouth, those are the ones who got to fight. And so I was like, ah, okay. So my husband would have been one of the ones, one of Gideon's 300 that got to stick around and fight. And I would have been one of the ones <laughs> sent home, um, which was kind of funny. And I was like, I wonder if there's something to do that with our, 
personalities or anything like that. But I just thought that was just a funny little thing, a nice little connection to the Bible um, <laughs> and things like that. So the last few things I want to share um, is I want to give you guys an audible update. I do have an audible update. I started the new book and then I have a music and food segment this time. All right, so let's jump right into the audible. So I did end up getting the Atomic Habits audible and I've listened to the first couple of chapters so far. And let me say y'all, it's pretty good. It's right. It is right up my alley. And this is how I know because he has referenced at least a few times who you are versus who you want to be. I know. I was like, what? Like that is, I'm all like, that is me. That is literally this, this whole podcast. I mean, if you, if you're like, what? Look at um episode three, episode three, where I explain what the, the whole purpose of the podcast and the name of everything, but it's that place between who you are and who you want to be, right? It's, it's those, those things that shape who you are. And I love some of the things he's saying, um, because it's very motivating and he puts so much emphasis on the small things that you do. And I love that because lately I have been, you guys know, I'm always trying to find ways to, you know, be this person that I want to be. Um, and so lately I've been struggling with like with food stuff. Like I have been eating a ton. Uh, I've been just haven't been as healthy in my eating habits I, as I prefer. And so like he was talking about the small things, like we usually set goals and then we, you know, we struggle to get there. And he was talking about the difference between, you know, setting a goal versus like trying to just setting your, oh, what does he call it? Um, like your steps for that goal, your systems, your systems. Yes, your systems and things and, and all that. So you'll have to, truly, you'll probably have to read the book or listen to the Audible. I think I would suggest the Audible more because I feel like reading the book, I would probably not get through it as quickly as I do the Audible um, version of it. But And I think it is the author who's reading it. So I do suggest that if you have Audible, go ahead and grab Atomic Habits. Um, it's pretty pretty good so far. Uh, so he does talk about those little things. And so I was like, I'm going to try this. Like literally, you guys, four days ago, I was like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to try something small. And I said, um, I because I want to lose like a couple pounds, like 10 pounds. And, and that's just my personal goal. Whatever. It is what it is. And so that's what I wanted to do. And so usually when I do that, I set very strict. I mean, I, it's like only 1,200 calories a day. You got to exercise every day. You got to do this stuff. Well, normally that works for me, but I would say the last, I don't know, six to nine months to a year that I have tried to set the goal of 1,200 calories a day, I have been like, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. My motivation to do it is not there. When my motivation's there, it's like, fine, I can do it. It's, it is what it is. But my motivation to be that disciplined just hasn't been there. And, and, and I'm stuck and I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Like nothing else works, whatever. I tried to go to the gym twice a week. You guys hear about those. I do try to do that, but I know with exercise should come some, you know, diet type stuff too, or, you know, the way you eat. And so I was like, okay. So I decided to, I was going to be like, okay, well, let me, let me at least try to eat less than I normally do, like portion control. And I said, but you know what? This first day, I'm simply going to track how much I eat, like how much I normally eat. Like I want to know my baseline. Like what do I eat on a day-to-day basas? So I downloaded, or I had an app that I, there was an app I already had, but um, I have this app that I hadn't opened up in a long time, apparently. Um, And I opened up the app and I was like, I'm going to keep track of, of my calorie intake and all of that stuff. So I input all my foods in there and 
and surprisingly, I was like, oh, okay. Now at the very end of the day, I was like, oh, oh, I am, I am, you know, taking, taking in a lot. Let's just say that I'm taking in a lot. And I was like, you know what? Okay. Tomorrow, normally I'd be like 1200 calories. Bam. I was like, all you need to do is a little less than you did today. And you can apply this to every area of your life. I just immediately tried to apply it to that. But I like what he had to say. And even with little things like y'all know, I've been trying to read my Bible more. Just, okay, read, at least read one more scripture than you normally would. Like if I did not pick up my Bible that day, let me just read one scripture. And guess what? That's already one step closer to being a person who reads the Bible. And, and I frame it that way because he kind of frames it that way. Like it's your identity. It's who you want to be, not just a goal you want to accomplish. And I'm like, okay, this, this is the type of person. I don't want to be a person who diets and then once she gets off the diet, just goes back to regular habits. I want to be someone who actually eats healthy for the most, for the, for the most part, you know, um, or someone who reads her Bible. Like she just reads her Bible, someone who prays, you know, someone who does these things. And so I, I do have to recommend Atomic Habits so far. Like I said, I think I'm only in chapter two, maybe the middle or end of chapter two. Um, but so far, I like what he has to say. Um, it definitely coincides with how I think. Uh, it's a good reminder. It's always good to hear it from somebody else and their perspective and their way of looking at it. It's re-motivated me in some ways. And so I do want to throw that out there that, hey, check out um, Atomic Habits if you if you want to, uh, or if you get a chance, if not, I'll, I'll keep you posted if it has any other awesome good tidbits, but yeah. Uh, so then the next thing I want to share, we're going to do the music and food segment, the music segment. <laughs> All right, you guys. Okay. So, uh, a couple of weeks ago, my last episode, I had mentioned that I was about to have my friend's baby shower. Well, for music, I was like, well, what kind of music do we want to play? And she suggested, um, I was like, nursery rhyme type music? I don't know. And she suggested sort of like a jazz that had some type of beats. And so I looked up jazz lo-fi, like lo-fi beats jazz or whatever on um, on my Apple Music. And I have found the playlist for, for me. You know how I said last episode that lately I've been feeling chill? I really have. I really have been. Fall has brought kind of this, I've been feeling a little calmer in the morning, like trying to actively make myself feel calmer, but like slowing it down, bringing things down. And this music is the epitome of my mood, of, of the mood that I've been in, like the, my default mood. Like other things will get me hyped up. Other things will bring me down a little bit. But lately I have to say that I think my default mood has been, can be like represented through this playlist. And the playlist is called Jazz Lo-Fi, I think from Lo-Fi Girl. And there are ooh, like 50 songs on there and it's instrumental. So there's no, no, um, no vocals or anything like that, which sometimes you need that, right? Like sometimes I love hearing music that has messages and lyrics and things, but there are times where I just, I just need, I just need the, the music to kind of, you know, be what I need or be like capture the mood that I'm in without any other influence, without any other words to, to sway my mind one way or the other. And so this has been, this has been my go-to in the mornings for the last um, couple weeks, I would have to say that I have to highly recommend. It's just some jazzy lo-fi beats. And of course, like I knew the term lo-fi, right? Cause I was like, lo-fi to me means it's got some, some rhythm in the background, but nothing too, too crazy. And then I had to look up lo-fi, what it meant. 
because I had no idea. I was just like low something, like, I don't know. And it actually means low fidelity, which I had no idea that that's what the phi stood for. Um, but it was when I Googled it, it said low fidelity. So it's music that is played with intentional imperfections. Sometimes there's misplayed, misplayed notes uh, or even environmental noise um, that brings a sort of nostalgia. And I was like, oh my goodness, yes, yes. Now, I don't hear the imperfections in the music. And maybe if I listen closely, I could hear things that are slightly off or like the um, the kind of not perfect noise and even the environmental noise, which <laughs> there is one of these songs in here that in the very, very background you do hear, I think, sirens, which so far each time I've looked and it doesn't give me a panicked like siren sound because sometimes songs will have the siren and immediately I'm like oh my gosh and I'm looking behind me and I'm like ah because it shocks me but it's kind of in the background so it makes you think it's from a distance and you're thinking is it coming from somewhere and you look around for a good five minutes before you realize no it's the song but honestly it wasn't too bad like normally I do not like sirens at all in songs but this one after I realized it was the song I was like this isn't too bad um it really did give like a cozy city feel I don't know so it was I definitely want to recommend that so jazz lo-fi lo-fi girl um in in Apple Music if you have Spotify I'm sure you can find something similar and, and it might be on Spotify as well um but anyway so that that's my my chill music I think it's perfect for this fall weather so in the morning just take a minute to listen to it and watch yourself get into this this vibe. I mean, vibe is the word. It's not a mood. It's a vibe. Cause it's, I mean, it's chill, but not in a bad way. It is just, it's chill. You're, you're vibing, you're vibing. And I, I love it. And so that has been, that's my music segment, my music suggestion for you. And then I will wrap up with my food segment. So I don't think I've talked about Brussels sprouts yet. If I have, forgive me. Uh, but Brussels sprouts are so good. And and for me, it's hard to find, not hard to find, but not every restaurant has it, right? So when you find a restaurant that has it and that do it and they do it well, that's what gets me, that keeps me going back. You guys, I have found the restaurant. It's this place called Kalen's. I think there's more to the title than just Kalen's, but I call it Kalen's. And they have these Brussels sprouts and the title is Crispy Brussels Sprouts and Bacon Jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's an appetizer. It's huge. It's huge. They give you a huge amount. And you guys, I mean, just just listen, crispy. So they're cooked. I mean, they're dark. So they're not, they're not like, I love Brussels sprouts, but I like them cooked. Like I like them crispy. I like them dark. I don't want to see the lightness of them, like the, the whiteness on the inside too much. I, I want them very cooked, very crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, a little bit. A crunch like I, I like them crispy but not <clears throat> but cooked not undercooked I would say so they're crispy okay and the bacon jam so already so they're crispy and they're like caramelized and the jam is bacon flavored and I even think there's like bits of bacon in the jam I don't know that for a fact I feel but I feel like I've tasted some but it's a bacon jam you guys Oh my goodness, find, find you some Brussels sprouts somewhere. And I'm not saying you have to get the specific kind at Kalen's because you may not live where there's a Kalen's around you. 
but they're Google where you can find some Brussels sprouts. And if they have some cool description, go to get, go get those. Usually they have, um, I mean, sometimes it's just like buttered and seasoned and that's fine. I mean, as long as they season it nicely, but Brussels sprouts, I mean, don't sleep on those. Those are a lot better for the longest. I never tried them because I did not think they would be good. I was like, are you kidding me? Brussels sprouts. That sounds as terrible as okra, right? And, or asparagus, like either both of those I do not like. But something about them Brussels sprouts, they are good. They they were much better than I anticipated. Like I said, they do have to be cooked correctly because I have had some slightly undercooked Brussels sprouts and they're not quite as good. I mean, they still give you the fresh flavor, but um, some nicely cooked and seasoned crispy Brussels sprouts are, are delicious. And I, y'all, enough to the point that even me, I am not a cook by any means. I don't like to cook. I do cook if I have to. Um, my husband loves it when I do get around to cooking, but I don't enjoy it. Like, I just don't. I'd rather just eat. Um, <laughs> but it got me looking up Brussels sprout recipes, like enough that I was like, I can't keep paying for this. I got to make this on my own. Like, if I could learn how to make this, this would be this would be my dish, you know? Um, so those yummy Brussels sprouts, that's my food segment. I, I can't even say that they're a fall treat. I did have... So I will throw this out there as a side food segment. I think this has been part of my food suggestions before, but Crumble Cookie had this. I know y'all are like, oh my goodness, Crumble. I know. One day, maybe I'll be endorsed by Crumble Cookie. Maybe they'll sponsor me and they'll be like, okay, because you talk about us so much on your on your episodes. Um, but anyway, so uh, they had this pumpkin um, cookie, which I told you all last um, episode that I'm not a huge pumpkin person, but I like some pumpkin things. Well, they did have this pumpkin chocolate chip cookie that was really good um so I do want to kind of throw that out there as a side food segment not the main main course the main dish but as a side one is that um the yummy pumpkin chocolate chip cookie from crumble cookie so good so good but anyway you all thank you so much for listening and tuning in um for hanging out with me thank you for letting me hang out with you guys just to share my life share these things um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was fun to record. Um, I love being able to share these things with you guys. Hopefully I was able to keep you company and that whatever you're doing, it went a little easier today. Um, so yeah, hit me up on Instagram, send me a review, give me a shout out, do all the things. Um, and I will see you all in the next couple of weeks.